Hi everyone, welcome to HubShot's episode 257. In this episode, we dive into HubSpot CRM Suite Starter, what it includes, who is it for, when you should upgrade, and how it fits into your company's technology stack. You're listening to Asia Pacific's number one HubSpot focused podcast, where we discuss HubSpot tips, tricks, and strategies for growing your sales, service, marketing, and operations results. My name is Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found, and with me is Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you, Craig? Oh, really good. And yeah, really excited about this episode as well. And for listeners that uh, tuned in last week, you'll notice we changed the format. We're doing it again this week. So just a very simple, we'll return to our normal shots format in future episodes. And I think what we're going to do, Craig, is we're going to look at the next bundles up, let's put it this way, or the next suite, CRM suites up. But today we're going to start with CRM suite starter. And um, HubSpot calls this a bundle that you can purchase that's pre-configured and it's the CRM suite starter. So tell us, what does it include? Yeah, so basically their suites, they've got uh, their familiar um, uh, tiers, starter, pro and enterprise. And we're just talking about the starter tier of the suite, which is all their starter tools. So it includes marketing hub starter, sales hub starter, service hub starter, CMS hub starter, which we chatted about for an entire episode, last episode. Check that out if you haven't heard it already. And operations hub starter plus one of the benefits of this starter suite is that you get much cheaper contacts per thousand. We'll chat about that in a second. But before I do that, I just want to make a quick correction from last episode when we talked about CMS Hub Starter. By the way, it can be confusing CMS Hub Starter and CRM uh, Hub Starter. CMS Hub Starter, we chatted about last time. That's their website experience, basically their version of WordPress. In that episode, I said I didn't think it included RSS emails. It turns out it does. But when I checked that portal, I'm sure it didn't have it last week, but it does this week. So my mistake there. Apologies for the mistake, but yay for the extra functionality. So CMS starter, you get blog emails. And of course, as CRM suite starter, which chat about, you get that included as well. Correct. And I think when you looked at last week, Craig, we were playing with testing version of a CMS starter. And this week we're playing with a paid version of the CRM starter. Suite. No, well, I actually checked the, the test version of CMS oh. starter again. Yeah. And, and it's in there. Oh, it's in there. Yeah, okay. so I don't know how I missed it last week. Or maybe it changed. Maybe. I don't think so. I think I must have missed it. Well, there's a welcome inclusion. All right. So let's start with what's included, right? Now, one of the key things when people are starting is you get Marketing Hub Starter, and that includes a thousand marketing contacts. If you don't know why that is saying marketing, you can have more contacts in there, but if you're not going to market to them, you can set them or as non-marketing and keep them in the system. And that means you're not advertising, you're not email marketing, and you're not sending SMSs to them. Yeah, that's right. HubSpot has this marketing versus non-marketing contacts concept. And we won't go into detail now, but yeah, you get a thousand marketing contacts, as Ian says. And the next thing you get is Sales Hub and Service Hub Starter with two included users. So two paid users with the greater limits. And remember that two paid users, because later in the show, when we start talking about who this is ideal for, those numbers will come into play. And our staff from last week, the CMS Hub Starter is included. Yep. 
And then we've got operations hub starter, which is sometimes not readily apparent where you would use this, but we'll talk about that. And the big clincher that we love, Craig, is the inexpensive contacts. Yeah. So I don't know if this is a mistake on HubSpot Spot or how they arrived at this pricing, but we've got some screenshots in the show notes. By the way, all our screenshots are in AU pricing. So if you're in the US, your uh, numbers will be actually smaller, uh, even less expensive. But one thing that we've highlighted is that if you just bought marketing hub starter on its own, you would be paying, I think it's $75 or $67 per month Australian per thousand contacts. But if you get the CRM suite starter, which includes marketing hub starter, you're paying $15 Australian per thousand contacts. So if you're thinking about getting Marketing Hub Starter, forget that. Get CRM Suite Starter, which includes Marketing Hub Starter, and take advantage of the much cheaper contact prices. Because if you're a growing business and you go over the initial thousand contacts that are included, marketing contacts that is, then uh, $15 per month versus $67 is quite a difference. That's right. And I think the other thing you want to be aware of, you get access to all of the other tools being one of the ones that people use often, Craig, is the unlimited activities and email tracking, which is included in Sales Hub Starter. That's right. Yes. And that is one of the reasons you would just want to take the whole bundle together to get those increased limits and the ability to use templates and snippets, which we'll talk about more. But mm. there is so much more going for this that makes it such a great value bundle for businesses that are growing and scaling. Yeah, I, I really can't see any reason why you'd just buy the individual hubs. Well, especially marketing starter. I don't know why you'd buy that on its own instead of CRM Suite. So uh, everyone we're recommending CRM Suite Starter instead of Marketing Starter. The only reason I can think of that you might just start with Marketing Hub Starter is because it offers a month-by-month -month renewal option, whereas CRM Suite Starter is an annual renewal. You can pay monthly, but it's an annual renewal. You're locked in for a year. That's the only reason I can see. And that is perhaps for someone that hasn't played with HubSpot at all. They've just been on free. They, they're not sure. They're just maybe going to test it or they just want to run it for a month or two. Okay, I can understand that. But for everyone else, uh, CRM Suite Starter is the way to go. Get that, lock in the cheaper contacts, get all the extra functionality for the same monthly price as Marketing Starter. All right, and now we want to highlight some unexpected features that are included, right? And this is so well done and it's the brand kit and it's a feature that allows you to manage your default logos, colors and themes, which is fantastic. Done very well and implemented exceptionally well. So well done to the product team. Quotes is another one in sales. You can include quotes and as a bonus, you can connect it to Stripe and collect payments. How good is that, Craig? It's really good. I was surprised to see this. I didn't think they were going to include quotes in Starter. But yeah, it's in there. And as you said, you could, yeah, you can collect payments. So that's really good. Part of CRM Suite Starter, yeah. And note, obviously, there's no product library in there because that's a professional um, piece. The other one was you can connect to Slack. So if you're using Slack, that's another great connector that you can use to simplify your workflow. And what's the next thing that we love, Craig? Well, deal and service automation. Admittedly, it's very simple. So just very simple automation for sending internal email notifications when deal stages change. 
but it's the start. And you've got a good example in the, in the show notes of a screenshot where you can use it to create a task that actually then tells a sales rep, for example, oh, go and follow up this contact. So yeah, that's really nice. Create tasks and internal email notifications. Really nice. All right. Now we're going to talk about some frustrations and there aren't many, to be honest, but this is one that we find frustrating and it's to do with the limitation of two ad accounts that you can connect into the system. I find this a bit strange. So you're limited to two ad accounts. That's fine, but you can't upgrade it. You can't purchase the ads add-on to expand that. You can only purchase that ads add-on if you're in pro or above. You can't on starter. I find this weird. I find it weird too, because just think about Craig, how many clients that we serve on a daily basis that will be using starter, getting up to speed with things. We're spending money doing ads for them and managing ads. And this is one of those key points where we go, oh, we can't do that. Oh, we can't connect that third account. We want to put LinkedIn in and we can't. We've got to have a choice of which two we want to go with. So slightly disappointing and frustrating, but you know, maybe there's light at the end of that tunnel. Well, and also it's an opportunity for HubSpot because I'm pretty sure if someone says, look, I just want to add a third ad account and they're on starter, they're not going to go, oh, okay, I'll upgrade to pro so that I can get an extra ad account. No, but they might be open to the ads add-on. So I think there's an opportunity for HubSpot there. And potentially, as you highlighted uh, to me before the show, it's kind of, they'd actually make more money from the ads add-on than they would from the, the CRM suite starter on a monthly basis. So yeah, I think there's an opportunity for there. That's right. So the ads limit increase is what we're after if you're listing in HubSpot. <laughs> All right. So now let's think about who is HubSpot CRM suite starter for. And here are a few suggestions that we have come up with along our travels on this long road. And the first one is it's a great place for small businesses to start. Yeah, look, we'll just start with that very general kind of segment, small businesses. However, it probably can be a little bit more targeted than that. Than that. And I think one of the, well, we've got four segments that we've highlighted. The first one, I think, sure, maybe small businesses as a general thing, but if there's companies, smaller companies that are looking to simplify their current marketing stack. Now we're going to chat later in the show about how CRM Suite Starter is part of our small business tech stack. So we'll come back to that. But if you're currently a small business and maybe you've got, oh, you got MailChimp over here and you've got some other uh, CRM there and then you're using Zapier to connect them and then oh, something else for social and all, there's all these things and you want to start your journey to an all-in-one suite because that's where HubSpot ultimately ends up, everything in HubSpot, which all integrated beautifully, that's where you want to end up. However, if you want to start your journey down that path, then CRM suite is a good first step. The next one is companies looking to quickly spin up a site with basic marketing features. So that's one that is quite common and a great place for people starting out. I think this is worth highlighting because last week we talked about CMS Suite and just the benefit you get with CMS Suite. Now we compared it to the Wix and the, the smaller WordPress sites and Squarespace. However, what you've highlighted is it's not only spinning up a, a site, but it's also adding the basic marketing features because with CRM Suite and well, even with CMS Suite on its own, you get some of these, but you've got forms that then can send emails, notifications, 
Uh, you've got conversations. You do have ad accounts that you can connect in, as we've chatted about, even though that, uh, there's a limitation there. There's all these additional marketing features that are actually just part of your CMS. And you don't get that with the other things. Even things such as, and we chatted about this on the, on the quick YouTube video we did last week. Let's say you're on a Squarespace or a Wix or an, another site. They fill out a form. Great. Okay, you get notifications maybe. Can you actually check which pages they viewed on your site? Can you see a timeline? No. Can you see any entries you've made against that contact? Oh, made a note. Oh, you created a deal for them. Do you see any of that in any of these other tools? No. But in HubSpot, you do. You get this integration piece. So basic marketing features, sales features and that all integrated beautifully. I think that's compelling. It's a differentiator from these other tools that we've chatted about. And it's just not only simplifying the process, not integrating a whole bunch of things, but just that view, that 360 view of you get of a contact that has um, entered the HubSpot system, either via form or from a support request, etc. The next two, which I'm going to talk about, are companies with one to two person sales teams generally. And the other one is companies with one to two person customer service teams that want to be able to manage that function appropriately. I think the comment to make here is that they don't necessarily have to be small companies. We've talked about smaller businesses, smaller companies, spinning up a quick website, small microsite. So there's this sense, oh yeah, that could just be small. But actually you could have larger companies, probably not enterprises of course, but larger companies that just have two salespeople. CRM suite starter is actually a very good fit. And let's not forget that a lot of businesses, even big businesses and enterprises have such antiquated CRM systems or sometimes no CRM systems. We've worked with big companies who are still working out of spreadsheets. And I think that's not uncommon. And so then CRM suite starter could actually be a great fit for that. They're going from spreadsheets into actually a proper CRM. Sure. It hasn't got all the sophistication of pro or enterprise, but for some companies, that's even large companies, that's actually a big step forward. Same with the whole customer service functionality as well. And Craig, I'll highlight to you another thing that we have done with one of our customers who bought CRM Suite Starter recently is we've integrated Sakari SMS and we've integrated calling via Cradle. So they've kind of closed the loop with the whole system in terms of they can get all their incoming calls logged into HubSpot mm -hmm. and all of their SMSs also get logged in there. So they've really got a good sense of all of their communication channels with a customer. All on CRM Suite Starter. Now let's talk about when would you upgrade to CRM Suite Professional? All right. Well, hopefully so far we've, and I know we've rushed through it pretty quickly, but I just want to reiterate that what you get for the price, I think, is, is very generous functionality from HubSpot. I think it's differentiated from almost any other offering at this price point, and it's all integrated. So I think it's a very uh, compelling offering, this suite. And so when we say, when would you upgrade? I'm pleased to say that there's very little in the sense of irritation-based upgrades. And, you know, I had a bit of a whinge last episode about you know, CMS having a, a limit on 15 pages, which I, I'm still, I still don't understand, Ian. I, I don't know. But anyway, enough of that. Let that go. So, but here we're going to talk about why would you upgrade to pro? And I think I'm pleased to say that most of them are all functionality increase 
reasons. There's no irritation. Well, I don't know. Is there any irritation-based upgrade triggers that you can think of? Not that I have come across. And I think if it is irritation, it's a very minor irritation. Do you know what I mean? Like people wanting to hide bits of contact records or they're, they're like, can I put this in a different section? Yeah. I don't think they're irritation-based. I think that's functionality-based. Irritation-based is when you hit... Actually, the probably the only one is that ad account one that you mentioned that we've highlighted, the two ad accounts. I think that's an irritation-based limit. But everything else is, is functionality enhancement. And so let's go through them. So why would we upgrade to Marketing Pro, Ian? That's right. And listeners, we're going to break this down by individual product just so you understand the diverse nature of this and what are the trigger points that might actually make this switch happen. So the first thing across a lot of the tools, across a lot of these professional tools is the adding a sophisticated automation to the implementation. So for example, let's talk about marketing professional, things like the ability to send internal SMS, the ability to delay actions, the ability to branch on a particular property it's endless, really, what Setting you can Setting up complex do. email nurture sequences. Yes. Yeah, with, as you said, with branching, sub-workflows, all kinds, calling other workflows, yeah. And that is a massive, massive time saver. And the ability to, to do that is, it's like having more people in your business with less error, getting stuff done quicker. The next thing is the social management. So adding an integrated way to pull in all of the reporting for your social, but also to schedule and make it all nicely link in one place together and have that overall view. Yeah, it definitely saves you having to use third-party tools, which look, maybe is not that compelling, I have to say, because... I mean, we, I, I would hate to be a social media management tool platform because they're so, they're, no, they're not sticky. They're so interchangeable. Like we switch out the social management platforms we use for our smaller clients all the time. It's Buffer now, then it was Agorapulse. Actually, we use Agorapulse now. And then there's others. It's like, there's no loyalty to those platforms. So maybe that's not as compelling, but it's certainly integrated and keeping the reports in, which actually flows on to the next thing, which is Pro really gives you a lot more reporting granularity and dashboards. The next thing is A-B testing and smart content on landing pages and blogs. There's also campaigns, which is an underappreciated feature of Pro, in my opinion. It's a way to pull together all your assets and actions, workflows and things into an overall report. So you set up a campaign and you link that to ads you're running, to emails you're running, to workflows that are in place, and then you can quickly roll up to see a campaign's effectiveness. Another thing I love, Craig, in professional marketing is the ability to do call to actions, but to split test the call to actions, but also create smart versions. And with that, it's just something really simple is testing a language on a button or a link of a call to action that can make a massive difference to your conversion. And that's one of the features. I think it's an underutilized feature, but one we use a lot within Marketing Professional. And finally, SEO audits. Again, perhaps not as compelling as some of the other tools, but yeah, just being able to audit your site. And that's getting better and better. They've actually been putting focus on that this year. The SEO audit tool is becoming quite helpful. All right, now on to why would you upgrade to sales professional? And the first thing is 
sales automation in terms of sequences. And that's what we want to highlight. There is other automation, sales automation, like the ability to create a deal and do other actions like lead rotation and balancing that also happens, which is not a part of sequences, but a part of sales automation. Yeah, that's right. Automation, I think, applies across most of the hubs in terms of when, when you should go to pro. And it really highlights that sophistication we talked about when with marketing as well. You've gone for simple pipeline management to a much more automated and sophisticated process. Look, there's other things such as mandatory fields on data collection, there's shared task queues, e-signatures in quotes. That's when that turns up at the pro level. The other thing that we often find that might push people to upgrade is they want more sophisticated forecasting and the HubSpot tools have that in there now. The next thing would be the account-based marketing tools and the reports around that, which is actually very good to start off with. Yeah. And, And reports in general, sales analytics comes into it as well. All right. And there is a sales professional. Now let's talk about service professional, Craig. Again, adding automation to service ticket processes. That's a big thing. Yeah. If you want to add a knowledge base, that's another reason to go to Service Pro. And another thing you might want to do, which we often find people upgrade, is they want an easy way to collect feedback through different types of surveys, like support surveys and NPS surveys, to name a few, and now soon to be released custom surveys within the system. So it's just a great way to have the ability, but also automate that. All right, now let's talk about why would you upgrade to CMS Pro? All right, well, it it removes that 15-page limit. That's an irritation-based limit that I've whinged about enough. But moving on, and here's the real reasons why you'd want to be upgrading. Adding A-B testing to your pages. Adding personalization would be the other one. Yep, smart content. And then another biggie, which we chatted about last episode, is content staging. And at time of recording this uh, podcast the ability to use the same theme on your landing pages. And that's an irritation-based Oh, that is crazy. Yeah, that's true. It's very confusing. Very confusing. You know what? Here's my prediction. I I know I said I wasn't going to whinge about this, Ian. I I think they're going to remove that limit. They will have to. I just think it's too confusing and just doesn't make sense. It's the only thing they've done to shoot themselves in the foot. Everything else is so perfect. And the CRM suite is so perfect. But that's CMS limitation. That landing page, Craig, that's catching me all the time. But I'm sure that's because they, as part of the 15-page limit, if they took that away, then they'd be like, oh, well, we don't need to limit landing pages. We'll let them use themes as well. So I'll, I'll just carry on a little bit longer on this, but I don't understand if I purchase a theme like I have for one of our customers to create their site on CMS. And it says very clearly you can create as many landing pa- great landing pages as you would like. Why can I not use something that looks identical and fits in with the way the site should look without having to use a pre-made template that's already, or sorry, theme that's already there that does not look anything like the website? Yeah. I find that really odd. Yeah, it's a bad experience. Yeah. Yes. All right. Now on to from bad experiences to something great that runs across all products that we want to highlight and is often not spoken about, but you would hear us talk about it, is the fantastic phone support that we get from HubSpot globally as we follow the sun around the world. And just to be clear, these are common features in Pro. You don't get these in Starter, but these are, again, 
reasons why you would consider upgrading to Pro. The phone support is one. You don't get phone support on Starter. You do get their email and chat support, which is equally excellent, by the way. There's adding teams. Uh, that's a Pro feature. Calculated properties. Why would you use a calculated property, Craig? Actually, I, I'll give you an example from a client we're working with this week. So they have deals which then calculate out based on the deal value, things such as commissions, deposits to be paid, those kind of things, which then get included in emails, for example. The commission amounts get included in dashboards. So yeah, very, yeah, just some simple examples there. Perfect. Additional dashboards and reports is another. Analytics views in reports, another great addition. Record customization is another one. The ability to do that and do it well across contacts, companies, deals is fantastic. Another big one might be people looking at Salesforce integration, and that's a professional piece as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, and I can understand that's why that's not in Starter. I can't imagine anyone's on Salesforce and then they think, look, I'll, I'll use CRM Suite Starter. Oh, Salesforce integration isn't here now. Someone that's coming for Salesforce is definitely going to be at the pro tier. So that makes sense. So yeah, we've included that as why you'd upgrade. I suspect that's not a, a typical use case. Um, they would have gone straight to pro if they were coming from Salesforce. The other reason you'd want Salesforce integration is you might be switching out another marketing product, but you still want to use Salesforce. And that's oh, where that's a good point. Yeah, quite that's right. where this comes in really nicely, and it just fits and works seamlessly when we're talking about that integration. The next thing that we love is the video hosting, and that again is across all of the hubs. So in just pro, be aware of that yeah. in professional. And another thing that we see is the partitioning of content and assets. Yep. So they're all good reasons to upgrade to Pro. And as we've highlighted across all of these, most of these are improving the functionality. So you've started, had a, got a really good base in place, and then you want to get more sophistication. So there's all the reasons to upgrade. So generally when people start, we tend to find people start with free. And as they work their way through, then they'll go to starter. They might jump to professional, but generally the progression is starter. Let's get that working. Once we've got used to the tools and we're working well, we'll consider upgrading to professional because you might have a bigger team or there are certain points where limits like contacts and people on your sales team might make it worthwhile for you to upgrade to professional. And then onto enterprise where we start talking about things like playbooks and custom objects, yeah. custom objects, partitioning, etc. So there's massive uh, ability and adaptive testing, another one of those that's available within the system and lead scoring, which is automated once you're on enterprise. Yeah, look, something I wanted to chat about, which, and we've got a few screenshots in, in the show notes, is the pricing for contacts. So we highlighted earlier in the show that CRM Suite Starter, get that instead of Marketing Hub Starter, because the cost per thousand contacts is much cheaper. In fact, in Australian pricing, it's 15 bucks per thousand. One of the weird things is that if you upgrade to CRM Suite Professional, the price of those contacts seems to increase back to the $75 mark, which is a little strange. But then when it gets to enterprise, it's back down to the $15 per thousand. So just calling that out, it's a little puzzling. And I suspect it's because the deal or the price is so good on Starter because it used to be that going from starter to pro, you actually got cheaper contacts. Slightly. 
yes. slightly, but this pricing doesn't seem to be the case. I think there's something weird there. Maybe they'll. I think it's a legacy carryover, Craig. Legacy carryover. So, look, um, I, I suspect they'll bring the the pro uh, level price contact pricing down in line with the others, but just something to be aware of. And also, don't forget this contact here pricing on starter goes in thousand contact lots. In professional, you get 2,000 include contacts and then it's priced at every 5,000 lot. So you go from two to seven and then from seven to 13, for example. So just be aware of that. And in enterprise, we're in 10,000 contact lots. So you get 10,000 included. The next one up is an additional 10,000 because that's the increments it's sold in. So just be aware of that because you're not readily apparent. It's not the same across every bundle or every um, step up, these uh, limits kind of increase in chunks. And to me, this is another frustration triggered upgrade because, well, firstly, the pricing, the context, I think is, well, there's something's not right, right, as we've said, but to force you to buy in 5,000 contact increments on professional, that's an irritation. And I know, yeah, we've got a few clients that have been forced into the 7,000 tier and they've got 3,000 contacts and it's like, it, it's just that's a bad experience for all the other things that are great functional experience enhancements that contact yeah the pricing's not right there's there's an irritation there anyway that's a minor quibble out of many positives and now let's talk about our current marketing tech stack for small businesses craig well we alluded to this last episode and we'll just build on it here so really the the, the name of the game for us with small businesses and we do this on our solar side we work with a lot of solar companies they're smaller businesses and it's about simplifying that stack as we said earlier it's about that that march towards an all-in-one platform that's the ideal so we now have our tech stack down to three platforms. It's HubSpot CRM Suite Starter for all of the reasons that we've chatted about earlier in the show. Then there's MailerLite, which we use purely for email automation sequences. So this is someone signed up for a form uh, landing page and then they get a, a sequence maybe of 10 or 20 emails automated out over the next 40 days. We use MailerLite for that because CRM Suite Starter doesn't have that. That's a, a marketing pro feature, those things. So we use MailerLite. And the great thing is Operations Hub Starter just does that syncing. And then the third tool we're using is Agora Pulse for social media management. Those three connected do everything because you can run a small site on it. You can have little sales processes. You can have marketing pieces in there. You've got your full timeline against contacts. You've got forms. You've got internal notifications. You've got email campaigns. You've actually now got blog emails, I realized today. Last week, I wasn't so sure, but it's only that email sequences part you don't, and you've got, yeah. So it's a really, it's a beautiful tech stack now, simpler and more sophisticated than what we had before. And we've previously talked about it on the show in episode 138, what we used to have, and this is our updated stack. Well, listeners, we hope you enjoyed this show. If you want to get the show notes, go to hubshots.com and sign up. If you've got any questions that you want us to answer, please get in touch with us via the show notes. So you can simply reply back to that and Craig will get them. You can reach out to us directly on LinkedIn or on Instagram or 
anywhere else we're on and let us know and we'll be happy to help you out well craig until next week catch you later ian Hey there, thanks for listening to this episode of HubShots. To get the latest show notes, HubSpot tips and resources, sign up at hubshots.com. You can also book time with us to help you grow better with HubSpot. 